0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of America As I See It. I'm your host, Tori Kimball, and I'm so sorry for (laughs) missing multiple weeks um, for this podcast in terms of what I've been doing. I recently moved back up to Utah and started school again here up at BYU, and it was my birthday, and I started a new job, and (laughs) so things have been really busy, and so I really apologize for the hiatus that we took yet again, but... It is what it is. I am super excited about today's episode, and we're just going to kind of dive right on in. Um, today, I kind of wanted to do what I've been in my head as I've been planning this, calling a culture rant. And I really just wanted to talk about today, which is actually, as I was looking at my podcast episodes, I kind of talked about it a lot, but I really wanted to kind of just talk about what true masculinity is and why society should value it and why we're maybe not valuing it right now and i was thinking about this mostly it started with the andrew tate um arrest and so for me the only thing i'm going to really say about like his actual arrest and that whole situation that's going on right now is we have a judicial system that believes you are innocent until proven guilty and that's really the way we should uphold any criminal and so I really, it's not my place to say if he's guilty or not. Um I think things are a little bit suspicious, but that's how I always think. <laughs> so in terms of that, I don't know. I can't say whether Andrew Tate is guilty or not. But I, in kind of looking at that, I kind of started looking more into the content that he makes and why he was so popular. And I know I have friends who like him. I have friends who very much don't like him on the right, on the left. There are a lot of mixed opinions about Andrew Tate. And it's mostly because of what his idea of masculinity is. And I think it comes from a divide that we're also seeing in this country of what masculinity truly is, what it should be, what it traditionally is. Like it's all over the place, right? So when we look at Andrew Tate, we see that he has platformed himself as being a champion of traditional masculinity and what masculinity should be. And his lifestyle, just for context, is very much about the hustle, the grind, and making that money, and women will be attracted to you if you do that, and not caring what other people think, and to a point it's good. I think the point that he takes it too far is his thing is all about, it's all about himself. It's all about building himself up and everything else will come. It's about the money. It's about the cars. It's about the women. And I think that's what happens when you see this push that we have right now where masculinity is always toxic that now we've pushed men who truly want to be masculine all the way over to this side. And then obviously you have the left, which pushes against no masculinity at all. It's something we should fight against. Um, In researching this, I actually, I looked at the Planned Parenthood website because they had a whole like a little discussion board on what masculinity is. And um, it was just kind of interesting. It talked about pointing out, like, how can I fight gender stereotypes? And it was geared specifically towards men. And the things it suggested was pointing it out, being a living example, speaking up, and giving it a try, meaning do something that is not usually associated with your gender and people will follow you, which is an interesting concept. Um, Another thing that was from actually psychology today, because you know what? I was like, you know what? What actually is masculinity? And it was actually really hard to find an answer. Um, I even tried looking at psychology today. You'd think that it would be kind of, you know, a little bit more about like what actually goes in through the mind of a male. No, the definition, or it wasn't really a definition, it was just something written on Psychology Today. It said, we wished free boys and men from the perceived obligation to conform to masculine norms to both improve lives and benefit society. So here we have Psychology Today basically saying that masculinity in its truest form needs to be destroyed in order to better society. Interesting. Merriam-Webster defines masculinity as the quality or nature of the male sex. Again, not much to work with. Um, There was an interesting study. Well, there's quite a few different interesting studies, and so this is all for context before I get into what I really think masculinity is, what's up with Andrew Tate, and kind of the different problems that I see with actually the masculinity movement on the right, because we're not perfect, and there's part of our movement that could use a little bit of reform. Anyways, The Brandon masculinity scale is like how some people will measure how masculine a man is. And it's measured by four aspects. The first, he says, it's no sissy stuff, basically being not feminine, which is kind of this cyclical definition that we have of what's masculinity. Well, it's not femininity. What's femininity? Well, it's not being masculine. What does that mean? Basically, he was saying that you're not associated with things that are more typically associated with females. So dressing more masculine, not... Um, you know, no dresses, no skirts, things like that. Not doing sports that are seen as more feminine or soft, um, playing up to your features that are more attributed to the male sex. The second one is called the big wheel, which is the, you should have the desire to be respected for achievement, whether it be in business or work or anything else in the athletics. But in order to be masculine, you should have that desire to be known for achievement, which, okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> number three, the sturdy oak, which means to never show weakness. Pretty self-explanatory. And number four, the give them hell um, aspect, which is ma- masculine men te- tend to seek adventure, or higher risk, even to the point of death or violence. So that was kind of interesting to look at. The Pew Research Center um, asked a bunch of people. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Asked a bunch of people what they value most in men or women opposite sex of who they are and so it was completely open response so people could say whatever they wanted and it was tallied up and so what society values most in men 33% actually said morality and honesty that being the important aspect of masculinity um second came in at 23% was financial success 19% said toughness work ethic, and then it dropped to attractive, kindness, loyalty, intelligence, family-oriented, and respectful. And those were the ones that came up in that Pew Research Center study. And so as I was trying to piece all of this together and what masculinity actually is, I think it's pretty easy for us to point out what masculinity isn't. Obviously we know it's what we're, it's not what we're seeing right now in society where we are telling men that they shouldn't want to provide for their families, that they should more cater everything to women, but in a way that is putting themselves below women. We see masculinity just being thrown out the window and basically being labeled as evil and horrendous and a plague to our society, something that we need to eradicate. And like anything in our political in our political world, the moment that something gets attacked, the other side picks it up and takes it one step further. So we're all familiar with what the left is doing to masculinity and how it's demonizing it and saying that it's something we should change. But I don't think that we're taking a close enough look at what the right is doing to masculinity. That is also bad and also not the way that we should be pushing our men. And I am speaking more to the Andrew Tate types um right now i live in provo utah and one aspect is there's a lot of entrepreneurs here which is amazing we love small businesses and it basically they try to recruit right these college students from byu especially uvu these return missionaries these boys these men who are trying to make themselves be better and A lot of it is focused on the hustle, on the grind, on how much money you can make, on all these different things. And I thought it was interesting that one of those four points on the scale was, your masculinity is based on how deep of a desire you have to have financial success. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So going back, sorry, this is all over the place and that's why it's called a rant. Going back to what masculinity truly is, as I was looking at these examples of what it isn't or what kind of rubs me the wrong way about conservative masculinity, I wouldn't even call it conservative masculinity. I would just call it, I don't know, the Andrew Tate kind of philosophy, This, the grind mentality. When I was thinking about what that wasn't, I was thinking about why it rubbed me the wrong way. So all of you know that I am very open with my faith and being a member of the Church Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I have quoted the family proclamation to the world, which was released by a prophet and the first presidency and the 12 apostles. So God's mouthpieces on the earth. And in that they state that, um, It kind of explains like how the family should be structured and says that marriage is ordained of God between a man and a woman. It says things like gender is eternal. These things are very core to my belief in who I am as a person and then thus shape my political views. (laughs) And another part of the family proclamation is it explains what the roles of men and women are in a family. And for the men, it states that their number one duty is to be a provider to guide their families and to be just that strong, that center point that helps guide their family and gets them through tough times. But it's central that a man has a family, right? He can't fulfill these goals. He can't fulfill this need to protect, to provide if he doesn't have a family. And I think that is where we're seeing a destruction of masculinity on both sides and i think that's the point that we're missing and what we're missing as a society is that we need more families we live in a society where dating and marriage is so weird and It's just an interesting culture, right? We have a lot of, you know, just dating around or you don't date for anything serious. We have situationships where people won't even get into a relationship, you have people scared to talk about their feelings, taking that out of the equation completely, people waiting to get married until they're in their 30s, women freezing their eggs so they don't have to get married and don't have to worry about that until later. And it's sad because who we are as human beings, we're meant to build family units. We're meant to look out for someone else. We're meant to share ourselves completely with one other person. And for females, we're meant to be nurturing. We're meant to want to provide for our families in that more emotional way. We're here to raise children. And not to say that like, if you don't have children or things like that, then you're a waste of a woman or anything like that. But merely that that's what we're designed to do. And it's the same with men, right? They are designed to provide and to protect their families. And so obviously on the left, we're seeing a push for masculinity to be to just be demolished, to not even recognize the difference between men and women. Obviously, they're pushing for not getting married and not having kids, but that's for something else completely different, right? They don't want to have kids for the, for the climate or whatever. That's something completely different. But here what we're seeing with this Andrew Tate, the grind mentality on masculinity is there's not a push to have a family either. We're seeing this push of masculinity is hitting the gym and being the best you that you can be and making all this money. For what? And... Not to hate on like the typical summer sales bro persona, which is found in Utah. And for those of you who aren't from Utah or not familiar with this, like I was saying, there's a lot of entrepreneurial groups. There's a lot of like summer sales and they take these men and these boys and they tell them, you know what, you're going to go sell for X amount of months. And they really do a good job of kind of the marketing of you're becoming a better person. You're doing all these things. And for some people, it does work that way on the majority, it kind of turns out weird. And I'll explain that in a second, but you have these boys going in and these companies that are building them up and saying like the better you are at selling, the better life you're going to have. And look at all this money you can make. You can make X amount of money in just three months. And it's just for selling things door to door and you become a better people person, all these things. And it's all about the grind. And then they throw in other things about how you can be a better person, waking up earlier, hitting the gym, all these things, which yes, are so great and so necessary. Like I love the gym. I get up at four thirty in the morning. These are good things, but it's only when you have the right goal in mind. It's kind of like, where does this lead me? And that's what I feel like we are taking out of the equation with masculinity and with our men today in society is the kind of Andrew Tate is it's all about themselves that you're building it up for yourself so you feel better about yourself so you can show the world what a man you are so you can make more money and you can be more respected and that's what true masculinity is. You're showing it off. You're being big. You're being loud. And that is honestly, I that's the part of masculinity that people don't like. That honestly isn't super attractive to women either. I mean, if I had a choice between this and the left, like obviously I'm going to pick this, but we don't... We don't need to resort to that. We don't have to say, well, they're destroying masculinity. So we're going to build up this new type of masculinity that also poisons our men. Because like I was saying in this example of these summer sales boys or any type of situation that's like that, an Andrew Tate follower, is that you're so focused on yourself and bettering yourself for your own sake that you kind of miss the boat that you see these boys are waiting longer and longer to get married or they push things off or everything is about this and they lose sight of their long-term goals. And I think that is where we can see where true masculinity actually comes from. A true masculine man is someone who has goals and a big part of those goals is getting married and having a family and being able to provide for that family. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make money. It's making money with a purpose, not just making money so you can buy that nice car, so you can have that financial freedom. It's making money so you can have that financial freedom with your family. It's having that. It's making that money so you can provide for your family, so you can spend more time with them, so you can give them the life that they deserve. And... I think that's really what all women are looking for, (laughs) even on the left, even the ones that maybe don't agree with the fact that we should have masculinity. We're all human beings and inherently we all seek after these same kind of things. And obviously I'm in a position in my life that I am. I'm trying to date. I'm trying to see who would be someone who I could potentially spend the rest of my life and eternity with. And as I've been focusing more on that and what I want Obviously, I'm looking at, well, I want a masculine man. It's something I talk about a lot on my podcast. Bring back manly men. Let's keep the divide between the genders. And when I think of that masculine guy, it's not necessarily the biggest, strongest guy in the gym. It's not necessarily the guy with the nicest car or the best job or even the guy who is shooting for the highest paying job. Maybe it's not someone who wants to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. It's someone who knows what he wants and he goes after it someone who takes care of himself so that he can take care of others it's not necessarily someone who never cries like there are aspects of masculinity that we should probably throw away like it's not someone who never shows feelings if you're not showing feelings then they're going to explode at some point it's but it's not necessarily someone who is super passive and I don't want that I want someone who states what they're feeling and tells me what they're feeling and kind of tells me sometimes when I'm being too much because I know I can be too much I think we just need to work on that masculinity is actually a broader definition than we might think um on the left it's for the left, it's not just being super violent. It's not being in your face and being really brash. But on the right, it's also not being super showy about who you are. It's also not putting off the things that are we're meant to do on this earth for a later time because of your being selfish. It's not about being on the grind and blocking out everything. It's about experiencing life. It's about becoming who you are, who you need to be, because that's who God wants you to be. And that's kind of what true masculinity is. And so as I was thinking about how do we kind of come about that and everyone's going, I know people are gonna be like, well, it's not only the men's fault. Like if there's no feminine women, then how are we supposed to do that? And that's true, it goes both ways, right? Um, I know that if a man is looking for a more feminine woman, then he has to be masculine and he has to help bring that out of her. And it's the same way for men. If women want a more masculine man, then they have to be a little bit more feminine. And it kind of is the same discussion, right? Like what is feminine, femininity? <laughs> I hate that word. I don't know how to pronounce it if you couldn't tell, but what is it to be feminine? It's not necessarily wearing pink dresses all the time. And there's a lot of things on that, right? Like there's femininity is being the softest version of yourself and wearing dresses and being passive and submissive and The thing is, it depends on how you're taking those characteristics and how you're taking those words, right? I recently asked on my Instagram, and if you're not following me on Instagram, you should. It's at tori.kimble. But I put a poll, not really a poll. I put like a suggestion box in my story and I asked, what is femininity to you? Oh my gosh, I hate that word. (laughs) What is it to be feminine? And a lot of it had to do with just going back to what our roles are and what our roles are created by our creator what God intended it for us to be. A feminine woman is simply someone who has that urge to be nurturing, who is kind, who looks out for other people, who knows who she is. And that was actually interesting to see that a lot of the men who responded to my story said that they believed a feminine woman was someone who was sure of herself, but didn't seek to prove it. I think that was also the best that's what a lot of women said for masculinity that it is a man who is sure of himself but doesn't need to prove it it comes down to confidence and that's a big part of being feminine and being masculine is you're not playing into something that you're not if you're a woman you are designed to be feminine and I'm saying this as I am like a full-blown tomboy like I'm pretty sure this shirt I'm wearing is a man's shirt all right and the things I wear aren't maybe the most girly, but the thing is, is there's a difference between girly and femininity, <laughs> like being feminine. Being feminine isn't, it's who you are. It's not what you do. And we, as women, have that desire to be nurturing. We have that desire to be mothers, truly, when you think about it and you get down to the basics of it. Maybe we're scared and maybe we have fears and that's something different, but deep down inside, thats we're meant to crave that. We're meant to want that. And doesn't mean that it'll happen for us in this life, but it's something that we should seek for. And so in order to bring out these more masculine men, yes, we we as women need to step up and show that we're worthy of that. that We don't need to fall for the red flag men that are super showy about who they are. And you can tell they're the type that aren't going to treat you well. We as women have to raise our standards. We have to be willing to only date men who give you more than the bare minimum, that don't just text you, hey, I'm here, but the ones who will call you or come to the door, especially come to the door when they can. It's the guys who will actually plan a date. It's the guys who are on time and they are clean and they take care of you and they care about the things that you're doing. Those things are all important. We have to let our men rise up to those standards because if we keep our standards low, then that's where they're going to stay because why would they move up? And this is not to say that there are no men out there like that. I have a lot of my friends and a lot of the guys that I associate are amazing and they are true examples to me of what it means to be masculine and... I'm so grateful and I'm grateful for like my dad and my grandpa and my uncles that are just the greatest examples to me of how masculine men treat other women. And it's so great. Um, In terms though, like men, like it's, it's really not that hard. (laughs) Um, My friend and I were talking about this, that it's really, if you want a girl to show her more feminine side, Again, you're more feminine when you're more confident. And so if you can help a girl feel more confident in who she is by being interested in the things that she's doing and hyping her up for the things that she's doing and just really commenting on those things that you do like, her guard's going to come down and she's automatically become more feminine. I see it in myself. Like that's, that's what's going to get me. I, on the outside, tend to be really harsh and I can be seen as not approachable, but if someone comes to me and tells me like and is interested in the things that I like and shows me that they care all those guards come down and instantly you're more feminine Ooh, my airpod and it's the same thing with men that if you really show them the parts of them that you like and you comment on that then they're automatically become more masculine because I think what this society right now is so good at doing is tearing people down and destroying who they are because they cause you not to be able to see it anymore. If you don't know your role, if you don't know your identity, if you don't know what you're supposed to do here on this earth, then automatically you're insecure and the world is scary and you have to put up all these defenses and you put up that... I am I do this much, I can lift this much and that's all that's important or I got to be on the grind, I got to start this business, I got to make X amount of money and I block everything else out. That's you putting up defenses. For women, if it's all about, well, I have to get my degree before I can get married or I want to have a career before I have kids, that's a defense you're building up because you don't know who you are. And so that's what the basis of this conflict in society is, is us not knowing who we are Not knowing that we're children of God, that we have divine purpose, and that we are here to accomplish something, and that it is strictly designated between the sexes that men are meant to provide for their families. They're meant to be protectors. They're meant to be the head of the family and to help guide them. I mean, ultimately closer to Jesus Christ. That's that's my belief. And for women, we're meant to be nurturing. We're meant to be mothers. We're meant to raise our families and help them be the best people that they can be. And we're meant to be soft and be the person that they can come to. And maybe we don't have all those skills yet. And that's okay. As we're growing up, even within our marriages, you're still learning and that's okay. But you have to be confident enough to know who you can become in order to be fulfilling the things that you need to be right now. And so that's my little rant on feminism and masculinity. I told you this was going to be kind of more of a culture rant, not necessarily talking about any specific current event or anything like that. That will probably be next week. But again, if there is something I said that you don't agree with, and I think there probably will be, (laughs) um, I probably offended a lot of summer sales bros out there, and I don't really apologize for that, but if you think I'm wrong, come talk to me about it. You can DM me on Instagram at Tori.Kimble, or you can follow me on Twitter and we can talk there. But my DMs are always open, like I said, and I would be so happy to talk with all of you, but I hope that each of you can just come to know who you really are, because that's what makes up the basis of politics if we can have a society that's pretty confident who they are we're going to make a lot better decisions because it's not going to be all about us it's going to be about the betterment of our people and the betterment of america but thank you guys so much for tuning in as always so sorry that i've been so inconsistent i will try to be better i can't promise that i'll be better though but as always god bless america god bless y'all